Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pursuing Greatness Podcast, a place where experts share their wisdom on living well by mastering your health, your wealth, your relationships, and your spirit. Before we get started, I want to remind everyone the best way to support the show is simply to share this episode with your friends and family. Also, if you want to learn more about Mastering Life, go to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you enjoy the episode. We have a very special guest with us today, so grab your pen and paper and enjoy the journey. All right, and we are live. Today we have with us Jessica Hendrick. Jessica is a conscious relationship coach, and her mission is to guide her clients to release their blocks so they can shift their patterns permanently and experience fulfilling relationships. What sets Jess apart is the way she is able to intuitively intuitively guide her clients to uncover beliefs in the subconscious mind that are creating discord in their relationships so they can take their power back and shift the dynamic and finally feel fulfilled in their relationships. Jessica, thank you very much for hopping on the show today. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you here. Um, to get us started, why don't you tell everybody you know who you are, what you do, and how you got started down that path in the first place? Sure. Thank you. So my name is, is Jessica Hendrick, and I am a conscious relationship coach. And what I specialize in is helping people who are having a challenging time in relationships. And a lot of people, when I say that, they think only of romantic relationships, but it's actually every single relationship, including our relationship with ourselves which I believe is the most important relationship. And I feel like my life was kind of my training program for getting into this work. <laughs> as it often is, right? <laughs> as, yeah, as it usually is. Our trials lead to our triumphs and our purpose, I really believe. But um, from the time I was a very small child, I had a really, a really hard time you know, in my home and with my family because I was very emotional and the emotions weren't really welcomed or mm. I, did, I wasn't really taught how to regulate myself. And so it was pretty tumultuous for me as a child. And I developed a bunch of beliefs in my subconscious as all of us do. So mm. between the ages of, of zero and seven, we're like little sponges yeah. and we just want to make sense of the world. And so whatever happens in our lives, especially in those first few years, we really uh, create our beliefs about the world based on that. So one of my main beliefs was that I have to be perfect. I have to be perfect to be lovable. And so I'm sure you can imagine how that might have played out when I started dating <laughs> and then during my romantic relationships. And it was challenging to say the least. Like I had a lot of, <laughs> a lot of um, toxic situations Perfection is impossible. So that, that would have been a hard one to reach there. Exactly. It is impossible. And so really, I, I finally found the common denominator with all of my challenges, which was me mm, in yep. all, of, all of my relationships. And then I started on my journey to healing and uncovering what was creating these circumstances in my life. And now I guide my clients through the exact same process. Awesome. Well, I love it. And I'm glad uh, to be diving into the subject. I always I love uh, talking about relationships, because I, I really feel like our lives really are our relationships. It is the the core of everything that we do. We're human beings, we, we are social beings, and uh, relationships are extremely important. So glad to have you on. And, and I, 
I like, um, well, like is, is a tough word to use, but it was interesting uh, in your story how you were talking about, you know, you were growing up, you kind of had this um, belief system put on you that you needed to be perfect and that, you know, when you're a kid, you can't, dis- you can't distinguish between what is real and what is not. And so if somebody tells you that you need to be a, a pink elephant and they tell you that every single day for, for their first seven years of life, you're, you're going to have a belief in you that you should be a pink elephant. Um, and so I love that you kind of, you took that and, you know, once you got into your adult life, those, those unconscious beliefs started to kind of pop their head up into your relationships. And so you use that, um, to, to get into the, the course that you're in now. So, um, working on yourself that, that popped up when you were talking in there. And I think that's super important. Um, it is a hard thing to do. So kind of tell but take us through your experience in working on yourself and then also how you kind of guide your clients uh, to uncovering their own blocks. Amazing question. And you have a really good understanding of, of what I just shared. So thank you for reflecting <laughs> that. Yep. Um, yeah. So working on ourselves to me really means just using any circumstance, any challenge, anything that's going on in our lives to uncover more about ourselves because when we know ourselves and we understand kind of why we are the way we are and what our belief system is and if those beliefs are serving us we have the power um but it can sort of initially feel like really scary and really painful because we don't necessarily want to go back into these past experiences or these painful memories and re-experience them but really, if we can look at it more as a way to get to know ourselves on a deeper level and use it as a tool to expand and grow and become more of who we are, I feel like it's very rewarding in the long run. But it doesn't mean that it's really the hero's journey, I always say, like that Mm -hmm. book by Joseph Campbell. Yep. Yeah, that's a that that is a great book because I can't remember the actual stages um, but is something about like the hero runs into a situation that he never, you know, never encountered before. He has to leave this place of faith, safety, battle his demons, and then come back and bring that, uh, that gift back to, you know, the, his original life, which you never really leave. Your life is always there, but there's all these, these excursions into different, uh, lessons that you're learning because of, you know, things that happen in your past like that. So, um, you mentioned changing your belief systems. And I know, you know, when we have these unconscious things that we kind of take on from our childhood and bring them into adulthood, uh, it is nigh impossible to, <laughs> to pull those out and, and I first identify them and then change them. So uh, how do you recommend like going about and changing um, those, those belief systems that are so entrenched in who you are? Yeah, very good question. And one thing I just wanted to clarify is, the beliefs that we develop as children between you know the ages of zero and seven, they may be something that someone actually said to us, and they may just be a conclusion that we came to as a little child with our the thinking and the logic of a child. Mm-hmm. So we're never we're never making anybody wrong. We're not here to blame anybody, blame mm-hmm. our parents, etc. So just wanted to clarify that. But mm-hmm. in terms of identifying the beliefs that run our lives, because the subconscious really runs, I think it's over ninety five percent of our daily functioning. I have specific processes that I take my clients through to really uncover because it's, it's our beliefs about others, about the world and about life. Mm -hmm. And what we do is we discuss what's coming up in their life today 
Mm-hmm. And we really relate it back to a past memory because everything usually links back to something in the past because it's a theme that we've been playing out. So this, I have to, for me, that I have to be perfect theme was playing out, you know, in every area. Yep. And Very so pervasive. when we, exactly. So when we can link it back and understand where it came from and almost re-experience it. So it's a process that I take my clients through. We can uncover, we can ask the subconscious, what did you decide about others? And it'll tell us, you know, I can't trust others or, you know, I'm alone or I'm different or whatever. Or what did you decide about, about people? What did you decide about yourself? What did you decide about life? And so really these processes help us to uncover these beliefs and a lot of times we didn't have any awareness of them before. So that's the first step. And then the next step would be, okay, are these beliefs serving us or are they not? And if they're not, we need to create a new vision for our lives that we want to move into and develop the habits and the tools and the skills to really rewire this new way of thinking and this new belief system. Because otherwise we're going to want to go back to the old. So it's like, a, it's basically like a habit pattern of thinking. So if we don't give the brain another way to be and another way to think, it's going to fall back into the old way. Mm-hmm. And but the awareness of the beliefs is everything. Cause even now I'm not saying we can completely eliminate them, but having awareness when they come up, Oh, there that is. There's that. I have to be perfect. That's my subconscious. Just that awareness allows us to, have some separation and then to choose differently. Awesome. Yeah. I love it. And it's uh, oh man, shoot. I, I'm, my brain is failing me on these, uh, on these quotes, but something I read at some point, they were talking about the, the, um, the distance between your, the stimulus and the response is where you kind of the gold happens. Um, and it reminded me of what you were just talking about where, you know, you're, you are who you are. If you're an adult, you, everything has already happened. It's in your brain. And so when you have these, when you're going through life today um, and you get primed for whatever you experienced in the past, um, you, you need to be able to step back because that is going to happen. It's already in your brain. So you need to be able to get that distance um, from the, you know, whatever is the, the primer on the outside and be able to see the situation for, you know, what is actually happening. Uh, sorry, I didn't mean to take the mic there. I was just, <laughs> I love this topic. So I, I'm, I'm, no, I love I'm, it. I love, that's one of my favorite quotes. I have it on my Instagram. Is, oh yeah. I'll, I'll try and say it to you. I might butcher it also. Um, but between, I think it's something like between the stimulus and the response, there is a space and in that space lies our freedom. Ah, I love it. Yep. Something like that. And what you're talking about, the stimulus, I, I call it a trigger is when something happens and we have this response like in our brain, it's like so immediate. It's like trigger response, right? Mm -hmm. Trigger reaction. And so with this work, this allows us to exactly what you said, create a greater space between the trigger and the response. And we can just sit with it and that will allow us to respond differently. And in responding differently, we are rewiring. So I wouldn't say it ever goes away. Like you said, mm-hmm. it's there, but we can learn to have self mastery around whatever our programming is or our patterning is. 
Awesome. Yeah. And I love that. I love the, I love that you use the word mastery because it really is, I mean, in my own life, it, it really is a skill um, that you kind of like develop over the, over the years and that you're, which allows you to kind of guide your life in the direction of your values and not whatever happened in the past. Um, so that was actually where I was going next with this. Uh, you, you mentioned earlier, create a new vision. That's the next step. So you can, you've already uncovered the beliefs. You can find that little bit of space. Um, and now the next step is to create the new belief and rewire it into your brain. So kind of go a little bit deeper um, into those steps and, and how someone would be uh, able to do that. Well, it's very individual, individual depending on the person. So I would recommend if you want to go through this process, I would find somebody who specializes in working in the subconscious because it, you can uncover it yourself. I mean, and a little hack would be, you know, those times you get triggered, listen to what your mind is telling you. So if it's saying, you know, I'm going to be alone, this is awful, life is hard. Usually that's like a subconscious program so we can uncover the beliefs. But if you really want to get into the process, it takes a little bit of time because however old we are, that's how long we've been running this program, right? Um, But I would say, you know, it depends on the person, what you, what do you want to create in your life? So we go through the inventory of the beliefs that we've uncovered and then do they support the life you want to create or not? And if they don't, okay, well, let's get really clear. What do you want to create? And the sky's the limit. What are your must-haves for your life? What are, in terms of, I focus on relationships. So we do a lot of relationships, but not just romantic, but, you know, with family and friends and all of it. What are your must-haves? The things you, you absolutely have to have in order to feel fulfilled in the relationship, right? And mm. what are your deal breakers? So what are the things that are absolute no's, no matter what? Mm-hmm. Getting super, super clear because with clarity, we can then support ourselves in creating that. But if we're not really sure what we want, then the motivation to shift out of the old patterning is not as high, right? Yep. Makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you deal with a lot or you interact with many people who are um, kind of running into these issues, um, you know, any issues in their relationships. So what are it's kind of some of the most common uh, I guess, themes of issues that you see pop up in, uh, in people's relationships and um, how do you kind of guide them out of those? So no matter what the issue is, I always bring people back to themselves because it, we are the common denominator. And if we are the, if we're the problem, we're also the solution, right? So we have to kind of, a lot of us will want to, we don't mean to do this, but we'll want to kind of point the finger outside of ourselves. Like, He's doing this. She's doing that. If he would only da da da. If she could just da da da. Right. And in doing that, we're giving our power away. So if we can instead shift it, I bring people back to themselves all the time. What is it showing you about you? What is this dynamic showing you about you? Because otherwise, you know, we can wish and hope and pray for someone else to change, but as we know, no one changes unless they want to, right? And change takes effort. So if we think of how hard it is to change ourselves, I mean, it's literally impossible to change another person. So if we can bring it back to ourselves and really just use it as a way to learn and grow and expand within ourselves, that I feel is the key because either 
we use this to show up as the highest version of ourself in our relationship and it shifts the dynamic or maybe the relationship falls away and something more aligned comes in. I love that. And yeah, I, I love that you, um, you reference you're, you're taking the person back to themselves because you're right. That is where all the issues, issues come from. And we, it does, it doesn't matter if we could, or if it's, if it is the other person, it's not like you can change them. They have to change themselves. So, uh, that's uh that is great. I have loved everything you've said so far. Um, you know, it's been really a pleasure having you on the podcast. Unfortunately, it's a 20 minute podcast because by so quickly, so I am going to change our change directions here and put us into the end of the episode, which is the quick question round. Um, and that starts with books. I'm a big bookie. So I love to ask people re- recommendation on their favorite book. One recommendation for the topic you're talking about, which is relationships. The other one for just general life wisdom. Okay. So you want to? Yep. Okay. So number one, you can heal your life by Louise Hay, just for general life wisdom. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. And then I get uh, a return to love by Marianne Williamson. Return to love and you can heal your life. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. I've read, uh, I, I, Louise Hay, I've, uh, I got all of her audiobooks one summer and I just like dove into them. I'm like, man, there's so much positivity. I love it. I haven't, uh, haven't checked out return to love. I'll have to, I'll have to look into that one. Um, awesome. So next question, and this one goes to habits. I think habits are really the foundation of our life and it really uh, underpins everything that we do. So if you could point to a habit that you feel has kind of contributed the most to your life so far, what do you think that habit would be? I would say meditation for sure. And nice. prayer, if I can say two. <laughs> <laughs> we'll allow it. We'll allow it. Perfect. (laughs) Meditation. I love it. Uh, Next question going into the younger you. um, If you could go back to the Jessica, uh, say, who is just getting out of high school, she's just getting into the world, becoming an adult, um, go back to her, sit her down and just give her one piece of advice moving forward. What would that be? Oh, goodness. It would be that all of the answers are inside of you already and that you will be led to exactly what you need to to, you know, know, or whatever you need to know will be revealed to you. And you can just relax into that. I love it. I love it. Um, next question is about how you relax. So if you, where is the place that you go to get the most R and R in your life today? Uh, I like to go out in nature because I live in LA. So ah. I, and I grew up in Canada, so I, I need nature. Nice. So, to be by the ocean is my favorite. To be in the ocean is even better. Um, anywhere close to the water or just around trees in the mountains is also really, really great. Nice. Where'd you grow up in uh, Canada? Outside of Toronto. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, that's uh, that, that's uh, it's a lot, little different than LA. Just Very. a little. <laughs> Very different. Awesome. Final question. Um, this one's for the guests. You've given us tons of wisdom so far today. So I'm sure there's people who want to reach out to you. Um, if they, uh, what would be the best way for them to reach out? So the best way would probably be through my website, which is jesshendrick.com. And you're welcome to book a free consult call. If you have any questions, anything you want to ask, we can, I offer free calls. And for anyone listening, I will give you a free session. So anybody listening, you can have a free session. Just mention this show. And you can also find me on Instagram at Jess Hendrick 111. 
Perfect. That's jesshendrick.com, J-E-S-S-H-E-N-D-R-I-C-K.com. Um, if you want to reach out to Jessica, I will put that URL in the show notes so you guys can click through there and, uh, and say hi. Awesome. Again, Jessica, thank you for hopping on. For everybody who's here with us today, thank you guys for showing up. We couldn't do this without you. Again, um, best way to support the show is just to subscribe, like, share with your friends and family. Other than that, I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic week and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the Pursuing Greatness podcast. I hope you enjoyed the show and got some actionable advice and insights that you can apply to your own life today. If you enjoyed the show and you'd like to support us, the best way to do so would just be to subscribe to the show and share this episode with your friends and your family. If you'd like to learn more about how to master your life by mastering your health, wealth, relationships, and spirit, head on over to our website at pursuinggreatnesspodcast.com. With that said, I hope you have an absolutely amazing day. Keep living in integrity with yourself, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.